Okay. All right. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to, I think this is episode 46. I'm pretty sure it's episode 46. Welcome to somewhere in the mid 40s of That Thing with James J. Asher II. I'm your host, James J. Asher II. And today is a very special, cool episode. Um, I have a guest. Who are you and what are you doing in my home? Well, I am. My name is Ned. I have been invited to come over and tattoo on the show today. We're doing a tattoo on the fucking show. <laughs> this is a first, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's really exciting. All right. Do you, do you think it's like the first podcast that's ever had a tattoo done on it? You know, that's I, a I, curious there's question. so many fucking podcasts. For I have so no much. idea. Yeah. If somebody hasn't done this, it really should be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's just too cool of an idea. This might be the first. If it is. Donate to the show through Patreon. <laughs> but, oh, while I'm thinking about it, um, what are your social media handles so I don't forget? Yes. So um, only use Instagram right now. It's uh, at CattleDecap66. Make sure I give it to you so you can drop it on the link for sure. Oh, well, it'll be on the details and everything. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So um, how long ago did we meet? I think it was like... Three, two or three years ago, maybe? It's been a little over two years. I think I met you as soon as I started at that shop. Yeah. yeah just a little over two years ago. Okay. Yeah. And um, then the idea for, how did we come to this idea to do a tattoo on the show? You know, I don't know. I think every time I see you, I always just show you like the, in general stuff that I do all the time, you know, just because you always appreciate looking at it. And um, yeah, I'm going to say, I, I think you just kind of invited me maybe well we were talking I, about your birthday and you wanted to get a tattoo for your birthday we were looking at yeah. your anchor that day like i was just thinking about it and and then i think you kind of solidified it of like you should probably do it right, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, why the fuck not <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> i've got one that i got on friday the 13th like 2013 and we just passed another friday the 13th yeah yeah so and I've been, I mean, I've kind of wanted some more ink, but I've just sort of been on the fence about it because I would, didn't really know what I wanted or where. Is that mainly why? Just because you're indecisive? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For most people, I think it's a pretty common one. But you have a lot of ink. I do. When did you get your first tattoo and what was it? Ooh, first tattoo was 16 years ago. 16 years ago? 16 years ago. I was 15. You were in high school? Yep. And you got a tattoo? Yep. Did you like go to a shop or did a friend do it? No. Did you do it? Uh, another private artist. Yeah. Just had him come over to the house. Uh, my parents knew him. Nice, easy, quick little deal. Wait, were your parents cool with you getting a tattoo? Absolutely. Yep. Dude, what are your parents? <laughs> <laughs> my mom has quite a few. Dad has a few. Um, oh. Yeah, no, and they're just totally cool with it. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned parents. So, where are you from originally? Originally from Florida. Really? Yep, Sarasota. Yep, Siesta Key. I have bounced around a lot in my life. So, Florida Jews. Yep, Florida Jews. Any relatives in Northeast, New uh, York area? Ohio, Cleveland. Do you consider Ohio 
East, or Midwest? Oh, fuck, that's a hard one. I consider it like I, quintessential Midwest. See, I, I think it's East. That's what I Emily think it's says. East. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my girlfriend Emily is from Dayton, Ohio, and she says East because Pennsylvania is considered East and they're touching each other. Right. But Ohio is definitely fucking Midwest. <laughs> Leave it to an Ohioan to say, oh no, it's East. It's self hating Midwesterners. <laughs> oh, God. is that a thing self-hating midwesterners i have no clue i, I think really so don't. I don't know. Well, said like... east. she said east <laughs> all i know is it's really far fucking north it's cold as shit yeah and it kind of sucks yeah that's what i hear okay so all right so you were Original in, originally in Florida, and mm-hmm. you guys moved around a bit? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. Were you a military brat? No, no. Uh, my For some reason, my parents just weren't fans of being in places for long periods of time. Just okay. a couple years and bounce around and check new stuff out. What did they uh, do for a living? Uh, so my mom was a uh, cosmetologist, and my dad's a chef. Oh, a chef. Yep. So uh, what, kind of, what kind of chef? Like, what kind of uh, places has he worked? Goodness. Well, I know he did uh, like Sushi Chef for a while, but then he got into the barbecue game and that was like it mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. He's just into it. From sushi to barbecue. Yep. Dude. Does your dad make killer barbecue? He does. I he want does. some. What's his specialty? So he doesn't do the typical just like briskets and stuff. Mm. He's into doing like lamb, you know, fancy dishes. Ooh. Oh, dude. barbecued lamb! Dude. Like nothing better than a good lamb shank. Seriously, wow. nothing better than that. So, so how, how does one barbecue lamb? Is it like smoked? Is there like some special rub he puts on it? I've definitely had the smoked ones, and he definitely like, does rubs and stuff. But honestly, I never got into that whole game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just there to enjoy the food. Lamb's a very distinct flavor and smell. Very it doesn't muttony, smell it's great, gamey. But it tastes so good, dude. Please tell me you don't eat that mint jelly with it. Um, you I don't, don't, oh, you don't know what that is. I know oh. what, I know what mint jelly is. You go to, I don't know. Like if you like go to Indian a restaurant, if you go to a restaurant and you get a lamb shank, you always get a stupid little cup of mint jelly. Uh-huh. And it's like the Americanized way of eating it, I guess, to cut the muttony out of it. I, I don't think I've ever had a lamb shank. I mean, I've had plenty of lamb, but I haven't had shank. That's good. Mm. It's good. Mm. <laughs> what's, what's your, do you cook? Yeah, pretty, pretty decent amount. For the most part, when I actually have time to do it. What's your kind of, like, go-to, like, besides just, like, a box of mac and cheese? Like, if you're, like, whipping some stuff together, fixing something up, what's oh, your go-to? Goodness. I always love doing, like, chicken alfredos. Yes. Um, that's, like, one of my favorites. But I like doing, like, chicken alfredo bakes. So mm-hmm. casserole styles. Mm-hmm. You know, do, like, good panko tops to them. Get the little crispies and all that. Like, I love doing stuff like that. Just because it's easy. It feeds a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And then I can eat it for, like, three, four days. <laughs> I just, I get the feeling that you're a good cook. I'm a pretty good cook. I, I get am. that feeling. I, am. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you this. Um, like, my wife would never cook, basically, oh, because dude. of that. <laughs> she never would. Um, you know, every once in a while. And she was a great cook, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, mainly But me. you're the good one, so you do work. I'm the good one. I do that. Me, too. And then I do the dishes, too. Me, too. Dude. That's that's why we're good men. so fucking clear. That's We're good men. <laughs> Okay, so you moved around, and then um, 
Then you went to, did you guys sort of like settle in Ohio? No, actually. So um, I ended up moving there on my own when I was in my early 20s. Where from? <clears throat> so we, we kind of bounced around a bit. We went from Florida to Georgia to uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and then we went back to Florida eventually. Mm-hmm. We were there, oh, like five or six years, something like that. Um, and then I think I was 21 or 22, I decided to go to Ohio. Uh, my family um, has a business also, and it, it not my father or my mother. My dad mm. did used to work for the branch, but it was a, a wallpaper and upholstery and soundproofing company Okay, um, that my great aunt and uncle owned. Mm-hmm. They had a branch down in Florida that my grandmother ran. And then when my dad was much younger, he was like one of the managers, basically. Okay. So her being so old, she's... Now she's 97, I think. Oh, Business wow. is still open. Still kicking it, she is? Still doing it. Nice. Yeah, um, but she needed help, and she was all alone. Uncle died. She didn't want to be all the way out there by herself, so mm-hmm. I moved out there. Good man. Yeah, went to go help her run the business. Where in Ohio? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, specifically the east side, and we were in Shaker Heights. Now, is Cleveland the mistake by the lake? Yeah, yeah, that's this where, is, as far as my understanding, it is because that's where I mean, Lake Erie is right fucking there. That's where Nine Inch Nails started. No shit. No shit. That's fucking cool. Trent Reznor's from middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania and then moved to Cleveland to live in a city. Mm-hmm. And, Cleveland uh, rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Carey show, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Nine Inch Nails is from originally Cleveland. I had no clue. Yeah, That's right. That's pretty damn cool. Right? <laughs> There's so many fucking jokes about Cleveland, but one of the best bands know. ever is from there. Yeah. And sure. I don't know if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan, but I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. I mean, I think everyone was at least back in high school. Well, for our era of you know, young cool. to mid-30s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not my high school. No? Dude, I grew up in small town country oh, from the shit. age of 10. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're you're not that guy. It made me who I am now. <laughs> I moved there from New Jersey. That's a pretty... When I was 10. That, that's a that's culture a shock. Move. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. But I've talked about that plenty enough on my own on the show. Um, okay, so you were uh, 15 when you got your first tattoo. Mm-hmm. And what was it? Uh, it was actually this guy right here. Oh, this whole piece right here? The yep. diamond piece? Yep. The whole piece right guy getting abducted. there. Yep. I like it. Yep. Nice. And then it's just been a nonstop thing ever since. So um, how many pieces do you have total? Because you're just covered in ink. That's a hard one, and this is a common question. I've tried to sit back and count, but the problem is when your arms are this solid... How do you count that? Well, one. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's it's, so, it's just one. So a whole sleeve, did it start out as one? Or did you have other smaller things and then That's you eventually blend it all together? kind of how it went for the most part. Um, I mean, like, for this arm, I remember I was, I just turned 18. And I'm like, cool, I'm 18. What do I do? Tattoo shot. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going, you know, go buy porn. Yeah. And then cigarettes too. You know, yeah, cigarettes, of so, course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I remember I, I went and got this one. And then literally two days later, I went in and I got this one. Okay. And then after that, it was just kind of like every year, I think I got at least 
two pieces a year mm-hmm. for six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And then I started basically getting limbs done mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but that point I was already tattooing myself. So I was working on myself. I had friends that did. So we were just kind of mm-hmm. tattooing. All when the did you start? Tattooing on your own, Ooh, not necessarily was, yourself, but the art. I was nineteen. Nineteen. I was nineteen. Okay. You know, just kind of starting out, and it was more of one of those like my friends saw all my drawings, they mm-hmm. really liked it, and somebody gave me the idea. They were like, "Why don't you try?" Okay. Were you drawing like most of your life? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, when I was a kid, the only thing I ever wanted to be was a cartoonist. So, Hell yeah, dude. I sat back and I just drew all the time. I got in so much trouble in school because of that. I didn't yeah. do nothing. They, <laughs> they don't know what to do with artists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how it happened. Somebody threw me the idea one day and they were like, hey, that would be so badass if you could put that on skin. Okay, well, give it a shot. And it was it was super patchy for a lot of years. I would do it for a little while and then, you know, something would happen and I'd lay off for a year or two. I think the longest point was about three years was like a big break. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, I really want to just get back into this. Um, and then now for the past four years, for the better part, um, just super consistent. And then once I started building, you know, clientele basis and then all the awesome social media promoters that I have mm. started helping me, um, past couple years have been just exploding. That's awesome. It's, it's been amazing. And you're completely independent. You're yeah, like a, 100%. I'm not tied down to anybody. Yeah. Nobody has a contract with me anywhere. So have private ever, by appointment only all day. Have you ever thought about um, <clears throat> investing in some type of parlor or something? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty big talk for a while. Um, me and one person thought maybe it'd be a cool idea to have a tattoo slash kind of coffee shop kind of situation yeah you can go sit down have coffee a couple little baked goods or something but then there's a tattoo parlor in there um then another idea which actually here in austin there was a place called tried and true Mm -hmm. they were right there at about um william cannon south congress i don't think they're around anymore but they were a barber shop slash tattoo parlor oh that's kind of perfect dude it was such a good idea and it was basically the same thing, but not quite barbershop, more hair salon, though. Okay. Yeah, okay. like, you know, an actual salon, not where you're going to, you know, just get a shitty quick haircut and maybe a beard trim or something. Right, right. <clears throat> so that was kind of the idea. Um, I, I thought it would be amazing. So that that's still kind of the idea. I nice. would love to do that. It's kind of a scary thought, though, you know, getting into a business like that. Yeah. I mean, the amount of money and the dedication and everything. I mean, so. It's a big investment. It is. It is. So I've been floating that idea for quite some time. Um, Switching gears, which piece hurt the most? (sighs) Well. Because, I mean, you've got some on your neck. I imagine that this is not super comfortable. That was nothing. Really? Absolutely nothing. I mean, that piece right there is so big. Yeah. And even this side of my neck, too. I mean, that one's monstrous as well. They were fine. Totally fine. The most painful ones would be my palm. Oh, yeah. A lot of nerve endings there. Ouchy. And you have a shark. You told me. What do you do with that? (laughs) So, (laughs) So besides the shark high five. 
Yeah. Shark high five. <laughs> if you were standing right now, I'd slap your ass and say shark attack. Shark attack. Shark attack. <laughs> <laughs> or I can make all the I'm going to eat your ass jokes. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's so hilarious. <laughs> um, besides that, the, yeah, because I mean, it was pretty shitty. I wasn't going to die or anything over it. It sucked. Uh-huh. Uh, but my kneecaps. Oh, yeah. Because there's no meat. Well. Skin and bone. Oh, my God. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, those were probably about the worst. What's the most recent piece you got? Most recent piece. Oh, boy, that's way upper thigh. That's way upper thigh. It's like right here. The donut? The donut. It's a a, um, a Simpsons-style kind of donut that says true love. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's good. Donuts are fucking great. I love that so much. Do you have like a favorite donut joint here in Austin? Actually, yeah, Gordo's. Gordo's, hands down. I love their restaurant and it's great, Mm. you know, but I mean, that's burgers and stuff. Right. I have visited their food trailer, oh God, just in the past like four months, probably 20 times at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally. I mean, because, you know, being in the area where we live, I mean, it's just. Right. Like 10 minutes. Well, actually, it's like five minutes from you. It's on First Street, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right there. Um, I go that Old Torf and First. You yeah. make a right, and it's just like a block or so down. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so amazing. Ooh, I love dude. that place so much. I want to puke every time. Yeah. Because, I mean, the portions are so big, and there's so much sugar, and it's just like, oh, I regret life decisions, but. I love donuts, but. Care. Stuff like I, I get it's like a little overkill for me sometimes with like voodoo donut. I've only had something from there once. Like I like it once as like a novelty thing, but sometimes I just want like some run of the mill fucking donuts, yeah. but made really well. Yes, and they're kind of hard to find here because the good donuts here because it's Austin. There's got to be some like twist on it, so there's going to be all sorts of other shit it's on it. Be very hipster. Yeah, and it's Absolutely. like, I don't really need all this stuff. I just need, like, a really, really well-made jelly well, donut. Well, you know the Krispy Kremes right there at uh, Stasny? Krispy Kremes, Krispy Kreme. I, I, but I want, like, a good, like, mom and pop. Or like, ah, one there's one on Lamar you. owned by this, like, uh, Chinese family. I hope they're Chinese. If not, then I'm being super racist. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're pretty good, but it's nothing like, oh, yeah, it doesn't make me come in my pants. Ooh, River City right there in uh, Manchac and William Cannon by the other creative site uh-huh. right next door. And they are Asian-owned. River City? Yes. Donuts? Yes, and that's not being racist. Where is it? Uh, Manchac and William Cannon. Oh, okay. so um, okay. you got Sprouts on the one side with I think it's like an In and Out opposite side of the street. There's like a Church's Chicken and it's right next door. Okay. Yep. I will it's definitely it. eat there. It's worth it. Yeah, that's great. I've been craving donuts lately. We should go get donuts after this, dude. That'd be Gordos. Sure. Yeah. Bet. Bet. Right, yeah. We're going to Gordos. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> hey Gordos, if you want to sponsor the show? You can do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You just got free advertisement. Yeah. We love you. Um, <laughs> you wanted me to ask piercings. You've got some piercings. Yeah. Yeah. You How know, many do you have? So as of right now, um, five, that's it. Five? Yeah. Where I, are they? I keep it really simple nowadays. You've got those, and then you got two in the nostrils. Right, I got two in the nostrils here. Um, the one that you can't see is my septum. Oh, you've so, got it tucked up in there? So I don't even have it tucked up, actually. So, um, see, 
these are what we consider gauges, mm-hmm. right? Non-standard. My septum is gauged. Oh, and, dude. Yeah. So, like, I actually have to push it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, that's a, that's a four gauge. Did that hurt like a motherfucker? It wasn't done Did it make that. your eyes tear up a lot? The original getting it done, I mean, yeah, I think it makes everybody's eyes tear up for about two seconds. But it was done very standard, mm-hmm. um, but I just stretched it over time. Right. Yeah. Um, especially, like, when you first got it, did nose hairs, was that an issue? Not really. Getting into the it, wound? No, the, the big thing was when it was healing, because, you know, you get any piercing, it gets, you know, the dried blood and the little crusties. Right. If the jewelry would slide anyway and that went through oh, it rip it oh, right fuck yeah yeah it was like getting punched in the fucking nose it sucked so bad damn so i'm glad i've had it for so many years yeah like a long time i've had it done like multiple times but the last time i got it done i think i was 23 or 24 and uh, it's like yeah no i'm not ever taking this out again because i'm not doing that again yeah <laughs> i was not fucking doing it <laughs> Well, um, do you have, I'm thinking maybe we should take our little break now, unless, do you have any questions you want me to ask or do you have any questions for me? Actually. Hmm. Oh, so besides just tattooing, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm also into body mods as well. Tell me about that. So very interesting stuff, which I actually have some of the equipment with me, which is a little scary. <laughs> um, so besides just tattooing, um, also do piercings mm-hmm. and that's kind of like an upon request thing. You know, it's not a big thing anymore. Yeah. Um, but I also do scarification. Scarification. Now scarification. I know Steve-O from Jackass has scarification and that's the first time I ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. But for people who don't know scarification. So if anybody has tattoos, You've been through the process. You know, they make a stencil, it has the image, and they put it on your body. And then they tattoo all the lines and, you know, fill it in, do whatever. So instead of using a machine and putting ink into it, we get a stencil, whatever the image is, we put it on that portion of the body, but we use a scalpel. And we literally line the whole thing like that. Sometimes there's uh, peeling involved. Luckily, that's not a really big request on my end because, ooh, boy, is that kind of disgusting. Peeling layers of the dermis off? Yeah, exactly. Ugh. I mean, because imagine this. You got a line, all right? Yeah. But then if you had something that was double lined that typically, if it was tattooed, it would be filled in. So you'd run lines, connect them, and then fill it. Right. And instead, you run the line, little line for the connection, run the line, and then you go back and you peel it away and it's actually removed. Fuck that noise. Okay. <laughs> Why do people do that? Art. 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 It's what it is. Isn't there think. something with the pain, too? Is it a sex thing? You know, so, all right, that's actually a really good question. Because um, people always ask me, you know, is it painful? And it's like, well, everything's painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some people, especially like me, it's therapeutic. It's really, really therapeutic. How so? So people like to jump out of airplanes. Mm-hmm. They like to, you know, uh, jump in the caves and stuff and spelunk like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that adrenaline release that people look for. It makes them feel good. It gives you a certain feeling. Mm-hmm. For some reason, for me, being able to be tattooed and it's not like, you know, a little small thing. I mean, I, I can sit for, you know, 10 hours and I've done it. 
But at a certain point, you know, it may be painful, but then you go a little numb because your adrenaline kicks in. Mm-hmm. Once you've had every speck of that taken from you, the adrenaline, you just kind of go numb to the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And it just feels good to be able to sit back, give in to the pain and accept it and have that release. Is at the end of it, it feels like you got your ass beat sometimes. Right. But at the same time, it kind of like, you know, the saying, you know, you feel like you got a weight on your shoulders. You yeah. Got an elephant sitting on your chest. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. It's a hundred percent gone. It's a full release. A hundred percent. It really is. Yeah. And, uh, Hurts another, so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but another thing that I'm starting to realize with a lot of people, and this goes into definitely mental disorders, you mm-hmm. know, people that are um, big on self-harm. Yeah. Especially that. Yeah. This is a safe alternative way to be able to get the adrenaline release. As without, opposed to cutting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's also something that I uh, kind of specialize in. You know, a lot of my clientele that do this as a therapeutic deal mm. or self-harm, you know, people as I was as well. Yeah. Um, so those scars for people are a really nasty reminder of terrible times in their life mm-hmm. and for them to have to look at it, but also for the world to have to see it and for them to be judged on that. Yeah. It hurts. It really does. So what I offer to people is I actually offer uh, special rates to cover them up. Because I know how important it can be for some people to have to walk around and live their day-to-day life. With that reminder. Yeah. That's extremely honorable of you. And it's it's yeah. really, really important. I have a couple regular clientels and actually uh, one of my models that I deal with. Um, you know, she, she had some pretty uh, good scars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she sat and told me one day that I just, I want them gone. I'm not going to feel better about this until I can't see them anymore because I don't want to anymore. Yeah. And it was so important to her. So important. So, I mean, I I felt like it needed to be done. So I focused really, really, really hard on getting that done. And, I mean, we're talking – we've had eight sessions on that arm. We probably got well over, you know, 40 hours into this one arm. You know, just to cover everything up and take something that personally to her and probably for the general public that Mm. wasn't very attractive looking into, I mean, really something just beautiful. And this specific um, piece has been featured in Tattoo Magazine. Um, My promoters have used it across their social media. Um, That's one of the biggest complimented pieces that I have ever done. Funny thing is, it's not even done yet. And it sure looks complete because there's a lot of it. Mm. Um, but she's in a situation like me where she wants solid, just no more skin showing. Yeah. So um, it's it's a really important thing for a lot of people. And I was just so happy to, you know, be able to start working on this. Good for you. Really I want to I want to hug you. Can I give you a hug? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I I'm a therapist in a sense. I really am. That's great, man. It is. It's really nice. And I know what it did for me, too. I mean, because you can't, you can probably see some of my scars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and there's a lot more, too. But it really helped just kind of blend a lot of this. And 
I barely notice them anymore. Mm-hmm. But without that there, oh, God. They were just there. And I hated it. I had to wear fucking sweaters and long sleeves all the time. It, it was just terrible. And then one day I decided, it's like, I need to do something about this. Yeah. And I did it. And I know what it did for me. So now I just offer it to people because I, I think people are a little embarrassed sometimes and they won't, you know, come out and just ask somebody. So I actually, right. I notice these things. Right. And I make the offer. Right. To make it a comfortable situation. Yeah. So I do a lot more than just put art on people. It's kind of like. A lot more. Takes one to know one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. It's good stuff. Let's take a break and. uh yeah. Let's fucking work some ink. Shark high five. <laughs> All right. Be right back. All right, folks. Uh, Ned here is about to uh, give me this tattoo. This is a, what is this? What'd you put on me here? So it was literally just a little custom logo. You shot me an idea of one, and then I think I drew four or five other ones just for variety for you to choose from and uh, that's what we went with hell yeah and uh, this is a stencil that you're going to be working on correct um and uh, if you're squeamish about stuff i should probably do a disclaimer if you're squeamish about anything you might want to uh not watch this you know go watch some puppy videos there's some great puppy accounts on instagram we were just looking at oh yeah yeah um let's do it I'm glad that you mentioned that actually, because especially with a scarification, I have a scarification video. Oh on yeah, my Instagram. I put a photo before the video uh-huh. and right in the freaking bio of it. I'm like, you know, graphic Just, content warning. Yeah, if you have problems with this. Don't click. I should probably do that for this then too. I would. Yeah. Just in case. Just for all you fine folks uh, watching, the people watching. That's who it's for. Audio listeners. Yeah, you're just going to hear some noise and uh, some banter, I guess. <laughs> well, noise isn't going to be too bad. We are not running a uh, traditional coil machine today. Okay. So we are running a rotary. Um, there's a big, big, big difference on it. It'll take a lot to explain. So we'll just... Okay. You know what? I actually have some visuals if we want to do a quick visual. Because I have a coil machine with me. If you want to do it, yeah, sure. sure. Okay, let me grab it real quick. Uh-oh. Oh. Here, I'll, I'll oh. fix that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking at uh, some things here. Some of the typical equipment that you'll see during the process. So, pretty standard coil machine here. And then we have our rotary over here. This one runs off coils, and this one actually has a motor inside of it. Main difference is basically, um, I feel like this gets less of a voltage drop mm-hmm. versus this one here, which, you know, if you got voltage going, you have current, you have power. If you get a voltage drop, your speed drops. Right. So, so that in my opinion, more reliable. in my opinion, oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is super traditional. People still use them all the time. I still use it, but this is my favorite. Honestly, that thing makes me think of like a paint gun. It kind of looks like a paint gun. Kind of, right? Paintball gun, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like an um, airbrush gun. Or that, too. Yeah, very, yeah. very, very close, yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't kick that thing. Not bumping <laughs> that. All right. 
course, you know, in this bag over here, there's all sorts of stuff. Stencil stuff, and there's scalpels in there. Yeah. All sorts of... Well, we definitely don't need a scalpel. You saw me get squeamish about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are really, really hard on that one. Um, one of my apprentices and also one of my camera people, um, when I went to go do the last scarification piece, mm -hmm. um, she would not even go. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't even go. Yeah. Wouldn't even go. So I actually had to get my uh, buddy's wife to film that one for me and luckily she was okay with it yeah that was just a no-go mm -mm. people that um that self-harmed have yeah. a really hard time watching somebody makes sense watch someone like do it for not uh yeah, yeah. hurtful reasons <laughs> yeah yeah so i get it yeah. i get it uh, i'm gonna glove up here and if all of you are hearing like this loud machine droning in the background already i'm sorry oh my downstairs neighbor's just running his fucking machines because I think he knows we're doing this. Sorry, right, we're gonna run some too. Uh. All right, buddy, you ready? I'm ready, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, I just uh, pulled my pants down. Uh, he's got a bottle of petroleum jelly here, and uh, we're gonna do some prostate milking. Ooh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, I had a good angle for you, sir. Yeah, I think we're gonna be just fine here. Okay. So, just got the Vaseline ready. Got an ink cup ready. Giving our old Karasumi a shake here. Um, I know I just spoke Japanese, literally. Mm -hmm. um, Karasumi is uh, traditional ink, Japanese ink. Nice. Um, they only work in primary colors because that's how traditional ink works. There's only Right. So many fucking colors. Right. Um, but their black is the truest black I've ever worked with. Nice. It just has such a depth to it. Um, so I love this stuff. And it works really, really, really well. It's an organic ink as well. Nice. Um, so people that have any kind of allergies or anything, I'm, I've never had a single fucking person. I've been using this shit for years. No one has a problem with so this. So I know a lot of blacks, at least with like hair coloring, um, there's blue base and red base. Yeah. Does this have any kind of base at all? Black. Just pure black. Straight black. Oh, uh, yeah. Straight black. And then what's the Vaseline for? So the Vaseline, what we do is when I'm about to go run a line, we're going to lay a little bit of it down. And it helps keep the skin moist. It helps okay. it stretch. Mm -hmm. But also it kind of keeps the uh, splatter of the ink At a to not happen. Right. Okay. Yeah, basically. Okay. So super helpful stuff. Um, this is just a combination of antibacterial soap, 91% alcohol, mm -hmm. and water. Okay, cool. Yep. So, and we're going to uh, have that ready. sanitize. And, uh, yep, and you know, that's uh, basically about it. So I'm going to rip you, this real quick. You ever done a tattoo just like uh, prison style, you know, just like a little needle in a pen? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, poke? Yeah, pick and poke. Pick and poke, You yeah. know, it's funny. There's a shop here in town. That's all they do. Really? They're pick and poke artists. Wow. That, that's it. Um, one of my um, customers at the shop I work at, yeah. her husband works there. He's from Russia. He's an immigrant here. Oh, wow. He, he doesn't use a machine. 
it's only pick and poke hand done wow and he's actually a really great artist nice it's really freaking crazy yeah but also a lot of people do think though in prisons that they only do pick and pokes not true they make machines too oh yeah they make machines yeah oh yeah about out of anything hair clippers uh, tape cassettes mm-hmm. CD players anything that has a small motor so how does this so this has does it have a few different needles in it this tip or is it like one needle or like how does this thing work so we are going to be actually uh, running a pretty thick outline today so we are going to be using a nine round liner there's, what does that mean there's nine needles nine needles nine needles in, in that okay yeah and it's all in a um you know circular pattern that are very close together mm-hmm. so there's no gaps really right. between it at all so we're gonna get some really really nice just thick lines out of this and how does ink transfer is it just dipping like a quill so in a sense yes um also no as the machine is running the needle is going in and out mm-hmm. and here you kind of have a little well okay yeah, so what yeah happens is as it's running it's going to be pulling ink into here okay. and then as gravity works it goes down mm-hmm. it feeds sort and of like a fountain pen kind of kind of yeah, yeah. kind of and then once it starts running low we dip it back in. We get a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be in-betweens where I'll be dipping it in this cup of water over here just because ink dries pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can, you know, clog things up. We can right. get, you know, chunks. Right. <clears throat> so I'll dip it in there, you know, clean it out really quick, keep everything moist and nothing's getting dry. It'll just be kind of a back and forth thing a little bit. Okay. Yep. Cool. Basically it. Um, All right. But yeah, no, we're going to be starting at the bottom, working our way up here. Um, just like Drake. Yep. <laughs> Started at the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, we're we, we about to be here. Oh, yeah. So let me go ahead and just apply the first little bit of Vaseline here. Because that's the first section that we're going to be at. Okay. All right. And here we go. Any last words? Um, I love you, Mom. I was going to say, tell your mother you love her. <laughs> Mom, I love you. I, I'm, I'm, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else I say, you're not going to love it. <laughs> All right, so um, headlamps on. This thing is really, really, really bright, so I definitely okay. advise don't try don't. to look at me. Okay, Yeah, because cool. you're going to be blind. All right, got it. All right, buddy. So just go ahead and brace really good for me because I do have to like stretch this. So not like that so much. I will actually do all the stretching. Oh, just try to keep myself still. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. So there's no movement, and you are going to be just fine. And it's begun, and ah, it's not as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. Nah. Yeah. It's always the moment before that hurts the most. It's the anxiety. Ah. I've never really had a problem with, like, getting shots anyway, so... You know, this is very different, though. Yeah, it is. Like, people always say, oh, I'm afraid of needles. What you're actually saying is, you're afraid of hypodermics. Because that's what people are used to. Mm-hmm. Hypodermics. Right. This is not a hypodermic. Right. They go in so much deeper. They go into muscle. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> fucking hurt. Yeah. There's nothing nice about that at all. And this is just prickling the outside. Yep. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and fill as we go here. Now that I've acclimated to the uh, feeling of it, I have the courage to look. <laughs> yeah. 
Not a big deal. This is amazing, dude. It's I a pretty really, good feeling, right? Yeah. And I again, I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, no, no. It's absolutely not a problem at all. It was an honor to be here today. Awesome. I've been looking forward to this. It's been a pretty exciting you know, deal I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about it, too, since we talked about it. I mean, this is a lot of fun for me. Good. You know, it's, it's always been just fun. And like I was telling you during our little break, I am really enjoying hanging out with you, too. I've always enjoyed talking to you, man. You're a cool guy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, we, we never really have, like, a ton of time to hang out at the shop. Yeah. But we always have great conversation, though. Yeah. We always try to keep up with each other. And I don't know. I've, I've always just felt like I could talk to you. Yeah, you're Good. a very, very easy person to talk to and get along with. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we definitely have a... A lot of common interests, for sure. That's yeah. fun. Is. You're like a skin calligrapher. Yeah. <laughs> or the more scary word, body mod- modification artist. Body modification artist. People pay me to literally torture them. <laughs> kind of like being a dominatrix. Don't make me laugh too hard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is kind of like being a dom, isn't it? Kinda. Yeah. I mean, in the sense that... You, you gotta think of it this way. Pain and pleasure. Well, also, you're not getting out of this until it's done. Right. You know? <laughs> the look on your face. You're not getting out of this <laughs> until you're done. You're mine now. So, how did the stencil stick on? I mean, you drew it. Is there, like, a special ink or something? Um, so what it is, it's a uh, thermal transfer... And with that thermal transfer, we have this wonderful stuff called stencil stuff. And it's literally called stencil stuff. Uh, it's just a, well, we'll call it a very special lotion that mm-hmm. helps um, actually pull it from the paper. But then it also helps to uh, make sure that it sticks to the body. For some reason, I was thinking, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around the thermal transfer. Because what you put on me was the uh, printer paper. So the pressure you applied by tracing over it again took ink from the thermal paper itself and put it on to the printer paper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah. And I just, I really like using the printer paper a lot better. It's a lot sturdier. Right, right. Um, Because that original paper on the... It's like uh, tissue paper. It's so thin. It it reminds me of wax paper, but so much thinner than wax paper. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it hurts even less now. And I wouldn't say that it hurt when you started. Um, it just had a feeling. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't call it pain, really. Well, you know, it's been a while since you've had a tattoo. Right. And the one that you have is pretty small. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not a normal pain for a lot of people. Yeah. For me, it's super normal. I literally get tattooed on a minimum of once a month. Once a month minimum. Yep. That's fucking wild. I've um I've been getting tattooed like that. Oh shit. Probably past three years. Wow, man. I mean, I've literally gotten both of my legs done, like damn near from bare nothing. Mm-hmm. This whole arm, my back, 
all sides of my neck besides that portion of my throat there. Yeah. I mean, all of that within the past, uh, like, yeah, three years, roughly. That's wild, man. Yeah, it's a lot. I can actually see the circle of needles now that I look closely. It's pretty cool. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, um, I could tell with the the light from your um, your spelunking headlight <laughs> there. Yeah, I could see the space between the needles. <laughs> oh man, this is it was one of the best investments I've ever made. Uh, next to this really nifty wireless foot pedal. So typically, there's another cord like this with an actual pedal I gotta put my foot on and apply pressure to make a contact. Right. I got a button. Nice. On, off. Yeah. Done. Much more <laughs> simple. Man, it, it was one of the best investments ever. I was so fucking happy about that. <laughs> it was a needed thing. I like the sound. It's kind of soothing. It's like a good white noise. Yeah. No, it totally is. Um, <clears throat> that coil machine is so much louder so much louder very annoying in my opinion let me get a quick little wash a little wash getting the uh <clears throat> wetting the ink on the needles <clears throat> anything potentially dry just so we don't clog anything that's a funny sound pretty. it makes right blurring blurring it just spits water everywhere yeah there we go so this mix of uh, soap, water, rubbing alcohol, you make that mix yourself? Yep. Right on. Yep, I sure do. Yeah. Um, you can buy it pre-mixed. Um, it's, cool. you can, it's cheaper to just make your fucking own, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's so it's called green soap. Um, oh, okay. And it's just like super standard stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, in my opinion, I think it's just cheaper to make it on your own. Yeah. And then also you can get the kind of mixture that you want to. Like, um... I, I don't use as much alcohol mm -hmm. as the green soap does. Um, it smells really goddamn bad. Yeah, and it doesn't dry the skin out so much and either. That one also, but then there's like the combination of the soap and the water that kind of helps with that moisture. A lot of contributing factors to this for sure. Would you say tattooing is like your favorite thing to do? Oh yeah, absolutely. It definitely is. That and just drawing in general. Mm -hmm. It's kind of uh, my outlet from the world. So earlier you mentioned uh, you wanted to illustrate cartoons. Oh, yeah. Do you have any uh, cartoons that you really loved growing up? Oh, kind of absolutely. You? Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Me too. That was my favorite of all time. That and Rocco's My Life. Yeah. Those cartoons from the 90s, especially those ones, they were, like, so fucking subversive, you know? Oh, they were. And gross, and oh, it's so fucking funny. You know, Ren and Stimpy's first episode, um, it's part of the Lost episode collection that you can find now. Mm -hmm. Full nudity. They went to a nude beach. I've seen that one. Yep. I've seen that Very one. first episode. You know, yeah. at one point, they had a butt baby. Yeah. They had a butt baby. They had a butt baby. They did. Yeah, it was, I remember It was that. literally a turd. It yeah. was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Do you like uh, Aqua Teen? Yeah, yeah. No, I loved Aqua Teen, Hunger Force. That was another good one. Um, you remember Frisky Dingo? Yeah, I remember Frisky Dingo. Dude, Frisky Dingo. I loved that. Bonnaby Jones. Um, 
when I was doing community service a few years ago, um, oh, that was a good fart. <laughs> uh, I always feel better after a good fart, don't you? Absolutely. Um, it wasn't a questionable fart, was it? Um, no. <laughs> we'll you find out when I stand. Sure. Uh, we'll find out when I stand up. After. Yeah, I don't smell anything. <laughs> well, I told you before, my shit don't stink. Wait, no, I said that earlier. Yeah, and then I, I said mine shit. does too. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did take a shit, and it really didn't stink. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when I was doing community service, uh, one of the guys I worked with claimed to have been, like, acquaintances, like, kind of closer acquaintances, but not necessarily, like, super close friends, but well acquainted with the guy who created... SpongeBob SquarePants. Really? Yeah, that's what this dude said, and he was about the right age, and he was a um, an architectural engineer, and um, and he said he went to this college in, I guess, like kind of northern California area. I've, I've, I'm probably getting it wrong, but in some college in California, and um, he was kind of pretty well acquainted with this guy. I can't think of his name of his can't think of what his name is. Easy for me to say, but, um, it was the dude supposedly who created, it's the same name of the guy who created SpongeBob. And the guy was like, uh, that guy, he was like studying marine biology or something like that. And he sold acid and he was a really big fan of Ren and Stimpy. So, I mean, later, I got on Wikipedia, and I looked the dude up, the Spongebob guy. Well, the name checked out, the college checked out, so who knows? Maybe I did uh, serve a bit of time with a dude who knew a dude. Oh, cool. can definitely see, like, the Ren and Stimpy influence on Spongebob, too, though. When they do the close-ups, and it's they, really grotesque. Yeah, I mean, the eye-popping and the veins. Mm-hmm. We don't get the the brains anymore or, you know shit yeah. like that so, like I love that about Rocco's modern life like, oh, it's all break out the, the head would like open up like a cookie jar and the brain would be on like a spring and it would go boing and yeah <laughs> oh, I miss that um oh god do you remember Ah Real Monsters dude I loved Ah Real Monsters dude, that was a great fucking cartoon hell yeah that's one I don't think a lot of kids know about these days well no, they know some of the other ones. For sure. Yeah. So how's it feel to be a millennial? <sighs> Man, it's ridiculous because, like, I don't feel like I'm about to be 31 in a week. I yeah. feel a lot older. You know, it's, it's just the maturity level. And I swear, I feel like I'm in my 40s or something sometimes. You feel, you feel like you're in your 40s? I really do. Oh, dude, that sucks. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you got to think, like, you know. You've got I, more I've, responsibilities. Than I've, I do, I've been sure. there and I've done it. You know, I've been married, um, kid. Which, yeah. By the way, women in the middle of a divorce, single. He's single? Just saying. Just saying. And he's a charming guy and uh, he knows how to treat you right. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I've just, I've, I've been there and I've done it. Um, and a hundred percent, no regrets. 
Mm-hmm. None at all. I regret nothing that I've ever done. That's good, man. Well, you got to think of it this way. Um, it's okay to, you know, maybe if you did something wrong, feel bad about it, but mm-hmm. you shouldn't regret it, though, because what you go through molds you into your future self. And you if learn. you have gone through it, the experience isn't there, and learning is about experience. That's right. You can tell people anything you want. You can read a book all you want. You don't know shit until you do it, though. Right. You really don't. And you learn a lot more from things you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. And sometimes you got to fuck up a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Been there and done that, too. Me, too, brother. Um, that's life. That's it sure life. fucking is. You know, but I don't regret it. I definitely don't. You know, I've, I've had a lot of fun. And I'm going to continue. As well you should, man. You're alive, so live. Do you watch uh, many movies? You know, I try to when I can. Um, I'm a really, really, really busy person. Yeah. Um, so it, it's hard sometimes, but um, I'm actually super big on comedies. Really? I am a huge comedy lover. Um, all right, let me show my Jewish here. Favorite actor? Yes. Your favorite actor? As I'm being super Jewish here. Think Jew. Super Jewish. Jeff Goldblum. Adam Sandler. Oh, duh. Adam Sandler comedy. <laughs> the duh. best Jew of them all. Of course. All. Of the course. The best Jew. Here um, comes cool. Hanukkah. So put on your yarmulke. <laughs> it wasn't until last year that I figured out that yarmulke is spelled Yarmul K. Like, what the, who the fuck spelled that shit? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. I love comedies. Um, big Star Wars fan. Dude, I hell love, yeah. love, love, love Star Wars. Have you been watching Mandalorian? No, I have not. Oh, buddy. I've only Do you s- have Disney Plus? No, I don't. Oh, bro. Dude, I, someone asked me that same thing a couple nights ago. No, I don't. It's so good. It really is. Do you, um, what are some of your, like a few of your top favorite comedy movies? Oh, goodness, let's see. Oh, Half-Baked is always first. Half-Baked is the shit. Always, always, always. Um, see, Grandma's Boy. That was another. Totally underrated. Grandma's Boy's the shit. It really is. It's got so many good people in it, too. I feel like Grandma's Boy was, like, the first of the sort of modern stoner movies. Yeah. You know, that kind of, uh... Like a Pineapple Express kind of... Yeah, that kind of style. Like, what's that guy's name who makes all those? Apatow. Judd Apatow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I don't... Did he make Grandma? No, that was Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandler's gang. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, everybody from Sandler's gang, for sure. Um, I mean, and, uh, you know, I, I love Seth Green. Love Seth Green. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then anything that has to do with uh, Kevin Smith, I oh. absolutely love that man. You know they're rebooting um, uh, Jane, Silent Bob, right? I heard. It's, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Thing is, man. All right. So um, Kevin Smith had a uh, late night show, and mm-hmm. it was about um, did like movie reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? Um, I didn't. Okay, uh, I've heard about we'll it, but I didn't it out. see it. So, um, Jason Mewes is on the show, but he's not on the show. He's like 
backstage manager or something. Okay. And this and this kills me because I absolutely love that guy, but I don't know if it's the amount of plastic surgery that's been done to his face or the amount of cocaine he snorted. Did Jason Mewes get plastic surgery? I, I don't know. I don't know. But he does look face, different. Dude, his face doesn't have any fucking motion. He was a heroin addict is the thing. So, like, I don't understand what's up with his face, though. Could be Botox, maybe. maybe. It could be, but it, it, it looks like his face is paralyzed, like he had a fucking stroke. I don't it know, It looks man. so bad, and when I saw him... Oh, man. I think, was, like, doing a lot of coke can give lightly. you a stroke, right? I don't see one of those. Fucking I mean, aneurysm and fucking too much blood pumping in your brain. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I, just, I don't want to find out. No, I'm good on that. Yeah. No, I don't do drugs. Um... That's just one of those things. I barely drink. Like, I buy a six-pack, and it lasts me two fucking weeks. Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll go out, you know, to a bar, and then half the time, I'll have a fucking soda. Yeah. Know, when I'm out with the guys. It's kind of better that way, especially as you get older. It is. You I, know, I used to be a very, very, very enthusiastic drinker, but I hardly drink anymore. Except for uh, Saturday night, um, I did get buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> really? Till like uh, the wee hours of the morning with oh, wow. neighbor. Yeah. Oh, hanging with the neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, dude, I don't, I don't really want to go anywhere. Let's just kick it here. And he was like, let's fucking do it. Is it the woodshop guy? No, no. It's uh, he lives a couple doors down. Uh, this dude's like just a few years older than me. Most of the neighbors here hang out. Like, if you've got a pretty cool community here. I drove by and I saw that old guy and I straight up thought this was an old folks home. You thought this was an old folks home because you saw an old guy wandering around? Oh, it, I it could was totally an old guy, but then, like, it looked so, like, arts and craftsy outside. Right. I'm like, oh, the old people are out here making fucking spaghetti noodle necklaces and shit. I mean, I can definitely see why you would think that, for sure. I, I really I'm not. I, I'm not, like, judging it at all. I, I definitely see it. <laughs> That's why I went a couple more buildings down. I was like, oh, this yeah. must be it. No, it's just funny, because <coughs> I've never heard that one before, but no it totally checks that? out. No. I really did. No. No, there's a lot of young people here. It's kind of like uh, two-thirds younger people, one-third older crowd and uh yeah most of us we know each other we're friendly we'll hang out it's pretty nice i like it i like to know my neighbors i like to you know talk to people i've lived in apartments where it's like none of the neighbors talk to anybody and it's just so isolating and lonely and i don't like feeling isolated and lonely and it's nice uh, to know yeah. if you can trust people you're around, right? Yeah, that's that's a pretty big one. Like, I don't know. Um, I I like being around people. I feel like I need people. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people. Um, I'm very much so afraid to be alone. Oh, really? Um, I, I hate it so much. And that's probably why I work so much. And I'm also never home. And I'm constantly trying to do something with somebody um, so you don't have to face yourself alone. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's hard. It yeah. definitely is. You know, I, I uh, dig at myself a lot and get in those really terrible mindsets. And it's like, yeah. then I feel like I need to do something. TV isn't entertaining to me. No. Video games don't do it. Um, I, just, I just can't do stuff like that alone. Have you ever, have you ever practiced meditation? I really can't do it um, because I cannot clear my mind. And well, I mean, when I attempt to, what I do is I dig um, pretty deep, mm -hmm. and then that's 
a much worse problem now. Yeah. Um, so I really try not to do that. Me um, keeping myself occupied. Right. The best possible thing. Um, idle time is not a good thing for me. Right. So I'm always doing something. I'm either at work. I literally work like four jobs right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm the assistant manager at a vape shop that you go to. Mm-hmm. I've been with that company going on three years. Yeah. Tattooing. Mm-hmm. I pizza delivery drive a couple days of the week for fun and extra money. Yeah. And then um, I actually have a couple friends that always have to take like a Lyft and Uber to work. Mm-hmm. And they got to pay a ton of money. So instead of them doing that, I take them. Nice. And then they pay me. Dude. Fuck uh, yeah. You know, it works. Hell yeah. It totally works. I mean, I'm at home to sleep. I might be awake for an hour or two and that's really about it wow so I'm, I'm super busy you know other than that it's like I'm uh, you know with my son or hanging out with friends how old is your son? he just turned three um earlier this month just turned three huh? yep little guy <laughs> and he is so much fun so much fun. I get to take him all over the place and do all sorts of cool things. He has two very, very cool parents. And it's funny, um, his mom uh, was a tattoo artist, actually, and she no longer does. It's her day job, I think, is just a little too <clears throat> life consuming. Uh, she's a general manager and runs a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just doesn't have time. Um, she's done quite a bit of my work. She's very, very, very talented. Um, you know, and then, of course, you know, having me as a dad. I mean, God, um, me imagine when I used to go pick him up from daycare or drop him off. Oh, yeah. I mean, the daycare he went to, you pull in the parking lot, and it's Audis and BMWs, yeah, basically, um, at his daycare. And then you see me walk in there. And it's funny because, like, I would go up to the playground where they always were to go pick him up. And um, all the kids would run to the fence. To see you? And come and give me high fives. Because you're the cool parent. Exactly. They love coming to give me high fives. And uh, I don't know. I I love kids. I really do. Hell yeah. You know, but that's that uh, internal parent in me. So what's like, uh, what's the funniest thing your son has said? Because, you know, kids say just like wild shit. Oh, absolutely. Well, when he was, you know, really getting uh, a grasp on a speech, um, anytime he would ever see a truck, uh-huh. he would try to say truck, and it came out like fuck. A fuck! <laughs> look, Dad, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look, that's a big yellow fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Um, now his big thing is, uh, his mom was saying this, I-, I noticed he was saying, yes, sir, a lot. Yes, sir. You know, and it's just like a respect thing. And she was like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm teaching him how to be, you know, respectful. And he says, yes, sir. And he comes up to me and says, yes, sir, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was so funny. She was like, you know, he's not getting the yes, ma'am down. It's just yes, sir. She's like, I'll I'll take what I can get. That's fucking funny. Yeah, no, it was hilarious. I swore that's what he said. And I'm like, did he really just say yes? Yes, sir, sir man. <laughs> yes, sir, mommy. Yes, sir, mommy. Yeah, kids are... They're really smart. 
I think I don't think kids get enough credit. I think kids are a lot smarter than they get credit for generally. Yeah, I agree with that. They they're sponges, man. You gotta be really careful. Oh yeah. They will say and learn things, and they they remember a lot too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's funny if you think about like your earliest memories, how far you can actually think back. Like you sh- you should ask your mom about that and just be like, Mom, what do you think my earliest memory is? And then you tell her. And I bet you're going to blow her fucking mind. She's going to be like, Ooh, wow, you remember that? That's a good question. I'm definitely going to ask her that. My mom did that to me a couple months ago. She asked you what your earliest memory is? Mm-hmm. Or she would talk about, you know, um, you know, whatever during the time of me being maybe like two or three years old or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, wow, you remember that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a cool thing to try. You should totally bring that up to your mom, though. Oh, yeah. Because that'd be kind of neat. So, oh we're getting God. pretty close to this being finished, so I want to ask, like, uh, how is my skin as a patient? Like, how's it doing? <clears throat> so, actually, you take ink um, so, so well. Really? Very well. Um, yeah, I mean, some people, you're... You really got to like lay lines multiple times because the time. skin, their skin rejects the ink. It's, it's not even like quite rejecting. It's just you know how beat up their skin is sometimes. Right. Um, I I you, moisturize a you lot. Fucking retain. Good. Put cool. the lotion on the skin. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Wait, could you say that <laughs> one more time? It puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the needle again <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i bet you have really soft hands oh yes i'll let you feel them once those uh doctor gloves are off <laughs> oh goodness i'm not gonna ask you how uh, they get so soft and why you apply so much lotion to your palms uh, masturbation <laughs> although I, I use uh coconut oil for that really oh that's interesting lasts a lot longer than lotion when you're uh, doing some high friction work (laughs) (laughs) I had to to pull away there for a second (laughs) (laughs) oh god Uh, hilarious god yeah I I don't know how many other people could be sitting here right now and having these conversations and be as comfortable as we are oh good uh, interesting people I, I kind of have a talent for getting people to, you know, loosen their tongues up, so to speak. I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I mean, just, I, I'm pretty... Just because I don't much, fucking you know, say anything, too. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty much free willy about a lot of things. Yeah. I don't really care. Um, that's just my general attitude about things, and it's not like a dickheadish kind of way. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you don't like it, then you're fucking wrong. Yeah, we all gotta deal with people, but it's it's fun to have a fun time. This is fun. This is fun. I just got a sensation this last bit. It reminded I had a a sense memory recall of um, oh god, what's it called? Needlework, like the Chinese. uh, What the fuck is it called? Where they put needles in you and you just sit there. Oh, fucking... Um, my friend does it. How am I not thinking of it? Oh, god damn it. Right? Acupuncture. Acupuncture. Why, why are words not a good thing today? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, no, I just had, like, a weird sense memory recall of, like, acupuncture. 
You ever had acupuncture done? No. It's an interesting experience. I mean, I guess in a sense, that's kind of how this is working, except, you know, you're literally getting stabbed. Right. You know, thousands of times. Right. Which is singular. And it's not necessarily, <laughs> the stabbing isn't necessarily going somewhere where it's like, this is your energy portal. You know? Right. So very quickly, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to clean you up. I'm going to take a look at it and just tighten up what I need to tighten up super quick. And then we're done. Cool. Yeah. So right, overall, so I guess, I mean, how do you feel? How I feel pretty feel? good, man. Feel pretty good. And that probably feels amazing. It does. Oh. It's the favorite part of oh. everybody. It's the soothing after the beating. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, your butthole hurts? Here's an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> right up there. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that feels good. That looks great, Ned. Yeah, we just got to oh, go dude. and tighten up just a couple itty-bitty little things. So we just got, you know, a okay. couple more minutes, and we're fucking done, man. Right on. We are done. Cool. All right, so let me fire this back up. Assume the position. Is this a good position? Yeah, that uh, should be fine. All right. Uh, uh, how do you want me to adjust here? This? Yeah, for a moment, let's stay like that. Just for, okay. just for a couple minutes here. We little touch-ups. Yeah, I can definitely tell a difference from the uh, other tattoo because at this well, point, for the other... a little bit that way so I can get your elbow just a little more stable. How's here? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah, my skin's not raised up like the other tattoo did right now. So, that's a good thing. I mean, that does happen. The more mass that you get done... Right. It's, it's a to-be-expected, I like to say. But I got to say, um, I did the whole top of someone's hand right before I saw you today. Mm -hmm. He wasn't swallowing. Yeah. He wasn't. You got the magic touch, bro. I do. And uh, anybody that's ever let me take a scalpel to him, they tell me that I have hands like a surgeon. Dude, cool. I do. And you're very surgeon-like right now. You've got blue gloves. I do. You should see me when I have my mask on, too. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I keep <laughs> With this light, I keep seeing how much I spit when I talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bright light. It gets hot, too. Oh, yeah? Normally, I'll take one of these uh, wet cloths and stick it behind it, but I know oh, this yeah. is going to be fast, so I wasn't too worried about sweating everywhere and slightly burning myself. You know, this uh, little symbol that we made here totally reminds me of some newer style New Zealand tribal. New Zealand tribal? Like, kind of like Mary tribe? The uh, indigenous tribe there? Like, are they doing kinda, this? Kinda. I'll, I'll have to show you. So there's this guy that I follow on Instagram, and his name is uh, Lily Ooh. Lily Ooh. Lily Ooh, and... They're from, um, I believe it's called Psychland, and these are some of the most heavily modified people I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I've ever fucking seen. Um, but their style that they have is, um, it's, it's definitely crazy because of the mass. Mm -hmm. um, but God, it's just really, really, really interesting work that they do. And um, 
I know that doesn't explain a lot, so I'll just show you when we're done. Yeah. But, uh, man. And I'm talking, these guys are literally head-to-toe tattooed. That's with fucking wild, dude. No skin. None. What? None. None. Damn, dude. I'm talking their eyeballs are tattooed. They tattoo their tongues. The eyeball? The eyeball. white? Yes. Fuck. And technically, it's not actually a tattoo. It's an injection. Fuck. For the eyeballs. There's Jeez. a video on their page that'll show you the process of that, too. Jesus, it's, dude. It's, it's really cool. Fuck. To watch, at least. I don't know about getting it done. That wouldn't be so cool. Yeah. Um, there's a couple pictures on there, and I'm talking, these dudes had their dicks tattooed. Uh. I'm like, oh. I always heard this. I always heard this joke. Uh, I want to get a tattoo of my dick on my dick, but three inches longer. <laughs> yeah. But people ignore the girth. Girth is really important. Absolutely, you gotta have a thick dick. Mm-hmm. You gotta hit all those walls. Mm-hmm. No point in having a fucking noodle. You know, a little spaghetti. Yeah, nobody wants a pencil dick. That's for sure. Nope. What the fuck's the point in that? Pencil dick, pencil dick. Ha 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 Taking yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Taking it all. Oh, yeah. Soaking it in deep. Oh, yeah. Down to the bone. Oh. Hmm. Looking at the details. Yeah, just making sure I got everything as straight as possible here. Thickness is even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sign of a true artist and craftsman. Attention to detail. Absolutely. I am so down for donuts still. Like a beer doesn't sound bad either. Yeah. Okay. It's all done. We're done. So oh my goodness! Wow. Go ahead. Oh, we're gonna do this thing again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so good. Ah, Everybody's favorite. the lotion. Ooh. Ooh. It's a little shocking at first. It is for sure. that that shock of oh, cool. But it's so good though. Oh yeah. That's some good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, beautiful, Ned. Beautiful. Go ahead and clean your room up a little bit. And the nice thing is we can totally add some more stuff around this later on. Yeah. That's the beauty of keeping it simple for first, right? Yep. Your mother's going to love it by the time you have, like, from here to here. (laughs) (laughs) I know how much she does not like tattoos. Yeah, my mom doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Mom. Merry Christmas! (laughs) 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 Oh, God. um, Let's get a little Vaseline on you really quick. All right. Well, moist for now. We're running uh, pretty long on this episode. Uh, Any final words you want to say before I uh, hit the off button? I don't know, man. Huh. Uh, give us your Instagram again if yeah. people want to find you out. Yeah, so uh, the Instagram is at cattledecap66. Cattle decap, as in like taking a hat off. And also, just like the band, Cattle Decapitation. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Cattle decap. 66. 66. Awesome. Yep. And if you, you guys will find me. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at James J. Asher. Um, if you aren't subscribed to this channel, uh, YouTube viewers, please subscribe. Like the videos you like. Write a comment. For audio subscribers, please subscribe to my, you know, my show. And, uh, write a review. For all of you, share the show with your friends. And if you want to donate to this show, show your appreciation and help me find more and better ways to make this show better and better, you're welcome to donate at my Patreon patreon.com slash that thing with James all of your donations will be greatly appreciated and they will go toward good use okay Ned thank you so much for coming to do the show my brother oh you're gonna no feel how soft my hand is you wanted to feel oh yeah Oh, your hand's soft too. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. 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 We're just gonna hold hands for a while. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh god. Oh wow. Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> what was that? It was like fifty-two.